Good morning. Today is Wednesday, October the 18th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the fourth quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called God's Mission, My Mission. And today we continue to study lesson number three. The reading for today is called God's People, the Early Church and Comfort Zones. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the blessings you continue to give us every, every day. We thank you for your love and your care, how you provide for us on a daily basis. We ask you to please send us your Holy Spirit as we study this Bible study guide this morning. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. We begin the reading, or we began today's reading with a question. Read Acts 8, 1 through 4. And here's a question. In the early church, what brought about the scattering of believers beyond their comfort zone? What brought about the scattering of believers beyond their comfort zone? So Acts 8, verses 1 through 4. And Saul approved of his execution. And there arose in that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried, buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. So in the early church, what brought about the scattering of believers beyond their comfort zone? It was persecution. The early Christians were persecuted and that took them out of their comfort zone and they had to go to other places. And when they went, notice what it says here in the, at the end. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. It's unfortunate that they had to suffer persecution in order to go beyond their comfort zone. Until this time, the early church was mainly in Jerusalem or within the Jewish territory among the Jewish people. When persecution began, in which Saul, a devout Jew and Pharisee, was actively involved, the church in Jerusalem was then dispersed all over Judea and Samaria. Jesus had predicted in Acts 1.8, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. This statement was fulfilled as noted in Acts chapter 8, verse 4. That those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Even after the church began to move beyond Jerusalem, the believers were still preaching in the regions of the Jews or the neighborhoods of the Jewish people in other cities. Acts chapter 11, verse 19 indicates that the believers were dispersed all the way to Phoenicia or Lebanon, and Cyprus, but they did not at this stage preach the message to anyone other than the Jews alone. The disciples of Jesus and the early church did not intend to see the Gentiles, but only Jews come to the Lord. They still had a very narrow view on what the mission of the church was to be. Peter, a disciple of Jesus and one of the leading figures of the early church, was averse to taking the gospel message to the Gentiles, even after Paul had begun to do so. Peter was known as an apostle to the circumcised, in other words, to the Jews, and Paul an apostle to the Gentiles. Early on, Peter did not even want to be seen with the Gentiles. However, God moved Peter out of his comfort zone and changed his heart. 
he was starting to learn about what the Gospel Commission really entailed and what Jesus' death was meant to accomplish for the whole world. And now we have a question at the end of the reading for today. We're supposed to read Acts chapter 10, and here's the verses. Verses 9 through 15 and verses 28 and 29. And the question for those verses is this. What was the message that the Lord was giving to Peter? And how must we in our day and age apply this principle to the work of mission? So let's read these verses. Acts chapter 10 verses 9 through 15 first. The next day as they were approaching on their journey, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens open and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time, What God has made clean, do not call common. Now verses 28 and 29. And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I ask then why you sent for me. So what was the message that the Lord was giving Peter? And how must we in our day and age apply this principle to the work of the mission? So Peter was giving the message that there is no one, no human person whom God wants to go to his kingdom who should be called unclean. In other words, there should be no one that we don't give the message to. We should be giving the message to everyone. We should give the opportunity so that everyone should come to Christ. In our day and age, how do we apply this principle to the work of the mission? There's no one who's untouchable for the church. In other words, no one who should not be worked for with the gospel, should not be brought to Christ, no matter who they are, whether they're, they're drunkards, whether they're prostitutes, whether they're um, uh, sexually deviant, uh, gays or lesbians, or, or um, another member of the LGBTQ community, no matter what their sin is, no matter how bad some people think their sin is, we should still call them to Christ. There is no one that we should say, this person is unclean. This person is not worthy to go to Christ. And so in our day and age, this principle is we preach to everyone. We try to bring everyone to Christ. And we are glad and we rejoice when people, even those who are different than we are, even those who sin in a different way than we do, even when they accept Christ, even when they decide to go to Christ, we should rejoice because nobody, it says here, should be called clean or common. Everyone should be brought to Christ. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you to help us to learn this lesson of Peter, that you gave Peter, that we should not call clean or common any person, that anyone we should work on their behalf or work for them to bring them to you, to bring them uh, to surrender everything 
to Jesus, regardless of who they are, regardless of what they like, regardless of their sins, everyone we should try to bring them to Christ. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us, protect us from any harm, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning. We continue to study this amazing Bible study guide. It's called God's Mission, My Mission. So thank you once again. God bless you.